0: Welcome to the Extra Point Fantasy Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, TJ Guthrie and Jared Beams. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Jared's Daily Fantasy Show. This time, we will be going through Week Two picks on DraftKings, finding good values, finding players that may be lower price that you should put in your lineups and try and build a winner. Last week, we did very, very well. 97.6 percentile. I don't know if you heard me say that earlier in the week, but we did very very good. You know I'm credible. If you listen to my advice, you're going to finish that high every week. Just kidding. That's not that's not a guarantee. I I actually cannot guarantee that. Actually, if anything, we may regress a little this week. But just know that I've I I'm credible now. I I had a great week if you started the players I told you to start that did really well then you did really well it's on you if you picked the players that i told you to pick and they didn't do well that's on you for not you know making your own decisions so uh whose fault is it really if you did right i want the credit if you did wrong eh, you probably should have picked a better player uh the money wise we we quadrupled our money went four and one in the big five it was a big deal. Big week 1. I'm hoping to do just as good in week 2 here, and I think I've found some very good options for you. There's some games in this slate. I do indeed like the cash game options this week, not necessarily that confident on the people that are boomer bust plays, but I'll go through them. We'll go through them. We'll we'll build a team like we did last week. And then at the end, we'll go through my next big five of the week. Spoiler alert, I'm already 0-1. So you've already dodged a bullet if you're trying to bet on games like me. Okay, let's load up DraftKings here and try and go through it. Garrett's Daily Fantasy Corner. So let's start off with the running backs. This week as my top option, I'm really in love with Todd Gurley. He's very pricey at $9,200. But he's facing a not very good team in the Arizona Cardinals. Actually, probably one of the worst defenses in the league. Uh, Gurley should go off in this game, and I expect at a minimum 20 to 30 points. That's why he's priced so high. Kamara is the top running back this week. He's at 9,500. He's going up against Cleveland. Cleveland's defense probably uh, below average to bottom tier, but... Uh, I'm not going to count on him to drop another 46 points, even though I think he'll do very, very well. I think the $300 you could save with Gurley is probably better. I expect him to be one of the top options this week. Another guy that I'm definitely starting again is James Conner. He's at $6,700. And you may say, oh, Jared, why are you starting a backup running back when he's $6,700? Well, I'll tell you what. James Conner is going to be an RB1 as long as Le'Veon Bell is out. And $6,700 is a very good price for a running back in the Pittsburgh offense. Moving on, Chris Thompson. I really like him this week. He's going up against Indy. So, therefore, I like all of the Washington running backs. He's $5,900. Tevin Coleman now becomes a big play since we're doing this on a Friday. Earlier today, they announced Devonta Freeman would not be playing. Therefore, Tevin Coleman at $5,300 becomes a very nice value. I expect a lot of people to play him, but I also expect him to outproduce a $5,300 value. If you're looking in kind of the bottom tier in the fours, you've got Isaiah Cruel at $4,600. He is very good as well. They showed last week for the Jets that they're going to give him the ball if they have a lead. And they very well may have a lead. They're playing against Miami. Miami's not too terribly good. That their defense isn't very good. I expect Crowell to get goal line carries, and be a big producer back there. It's more of a Cruel game than a Powell game. Royce Freeman at forty three hundred dollars. I know he kind of stunk for you last week, and if you he was one of the guys that told you to play, and I played him, he actually did the worst out of everybody in my lineup. But I'm going back to the well. Forty three hundred dollars is freaking cheap for a number one wide receiver or running back, excuse me. Lindsey may take some of that from him, but I don't expect it to be too much. I think with the running backs, though, you'll find the mid-range is a lot better this week. So maybe more mid-range plays than a boom and or a stars and scrubs play in the running back position. And then if you're trying to go towards the bottom of the barrel, Chris Carson this week is $4100. I like him against Chicago's D, which is tough, but it has been said he will be the number one running back there. And with Baldwin gone, they may focus more on that. All right. Moving on to the wide receivers. I love every wide receiver that plays for Pittsburgh this week. Therefore, I am trying to stick Antonio Brown in all my lineups. He is the top option. He's $8,800 going up against a bad Kansas City secondary. is pretty cheap, in my opinion, for the amount of production Brown could put up this week. And when you're filling out lineups, you want to get these big guys in there. Keenan Allen, I like again. He is $7,800 going up against the terrible Buffalo Bills. Juju Smith-Schuster, again, Pittsburgh player, $6,400, kind of the above average price range. But, like I said, he may outproduce that He had over 100 yards last week. I expect that to happen again. For my value wide receivers, I really, really, really like Kenny Galladay this week. Him and James Conner should probably be in every lineup that you play. He's $4,800. That is ridiculously cheap for him when he's supposed to be pretty much a wide receiver one taking over that role from Marvin Jones. You kind of showed it. He kind of showed it last week. A lot of people have thought it for a while. I'm starting to think he's taking that role, and $4,800 is going to make it cheap. He's up against San Francisco, and San Francisco's defense is not very good. The only problem you might have is Matt Stafford, but I believe he bounces back this week. Quincy Enunwa is also cheap. He's $4,700. It has been shown that Sam Darnold is going to look for him. $4,700 is pretty good for a slot receiver who's looking at a 10 to $15 or 10 to 15 point range. Um, If you're in a cash game just looking for consistency, you got to beat that 45% or you got to get top uh, 45%. Quincy Nelmo might be a great guy that's cheap to just put in and he'll get you 12 to 15 points. Um, If you're looking bottom of the barrel, I really like Geronimo Allison this week, $3,800. They're going up against Minnesota. He plays for Green Bay. Uh, It kind of depends on some factors, like if Rodgers plays. But if Rodgers plays, I expect Adams and Cobb to be shut down. Therefore, Allison will be the guy that is consistently open. And also, if Deshaun Jackson does not play, I like Chris Godwin at $4,600. But that's kind of a more low-key play. Let's move on to the tight ends. Tight ends this week, not necessarily in love with anyone. Rob Gronkowski's. Top option at $7,000. He's going up against Jacksonville. Not That's a little pricey for me. Same for Ertz and Kelsey, who are $6,159, respectively. I do like Jordan Reed against Indy's terrible defense. It's He's $5,000. Wouldn't be mad at that. Um, on the other side of the field, I like Jack Doyle, who's $4,000. He is Andrew Luck's probably number two target behind T.Y. Hilton. $4,000 is pretty cheap for that really like George Kittle this week. I know I love Garoppolo, and I love um, kind of what that San Francisco offense is going to do to a bad Detroit secondary this week. And I think George Kittle reaps the benefits of Jimmy Garoppolo going off. So I like George Kittle at $3,800. And if you're tr- if you're thinking Jared Cook might go off again this week, he's fairly cheap, $3,600. I wouldn't be mad at that either. Moving on to the QBs. All right, QBs this week. Top option is Drew Brees. He went off last week. He's $7,200. Ben Roethlisberger is second. I don't mind him at $6,900. He's going to go off. He's currently listed as questionable. Expected to play, though. Phillip Rivers also $6,700. Pretty pricey for the QB. But he's going up against Buffalo, maybe worth it, threw for over 400 yards last week. Pat Mahomes, also big week last week, threw some bombs. He's going up against Pittsburgh that kind of had struggled stopping the Cleveland Browns. If Tyrell Tabor's a little better, they may have diced him up even. Uh, I like Pat Mahomes again this week. He's $6,100. Jimmy G is $6,000. I know he struggled last week, but he played a good defense. I expect him to kind of make a little bit of a comeback here. I'm not jumping off the Jimmy G train after one week, and neither should you. He's $6,000 this week. I find that's pretty cheap. And if you're trying to cheap out at quarterback, Sam Darnold is the lowest-priced QB this week at $5,100, going up against a mediocre Miami defense. All right. All that is left are the defenses. Top defense this week is the Rams against the Arizona Cardinals. We already talked about how L.A. is going to probably shut down Arizona. It's going to be a block game. I'm staying away from everyone on Arizona. But the Rams really like Todd Gurley, and I really like the Rams' D to shut down uh, Sammy Biscuits and David Johnson and Larry Fitzgerald and the like. Maybe even see a couple turnovers from Bradford. I like them. Second highest is the Chargers going up against Buffalo. Chargers don't have a great D, but Buffalo doesn't have a good offense. Chargers got diced up by Kansas City last week. Did bad for you, so I'm nervous about the $3,600 price tag, but not really because Josh Allen has started. So start the Chargers at your own risk, but they may be a little high this week. Um, one of the other teams that I really like is the Houston D. and they are going up against Tennessee. Tennessee with Marcus Mariota questionable. Said he's going to play, but Mariota did not look good against Miami, and if Mariota has to come out for any reason, Blaine Gabbert is the backup, and I expect that to go poorly. So I like the Texans a lot, and Aaron Rodgers currently questionable, and he is playing the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings are also $2,600. And if A-Rodge doesn't play, I think the Vikings are a lock and load must start. So you gotta you got to kind of monitor it. Um, I think I'm going to go Houston D for now. And if A-Rodge goes out, I'll just flip him out for the Vikings D. All right. That is everything uh, about this week. And this week I am going to be playing a 50-50 cash game, trying to hit that top 45%. So here's the lineup I have come up with for that top 45%. At QB, I'll have Jimmy Garoppolo going for $6,000. At running backs, it'll be James Conner at $6,700, Tevin Coleman at $5,300, and I know I didn't mention him, but Saquon Barkley will be in the flex at $7,300. Running back will be Antonio Brown, $8,800, Kenny Galladay, $4,800, and Quincy at $4,700. My my tight end will be George Kittle at 3800 and my defense like I said will be the Texans at 2600. If Rodgers doesn't play, it'll be the Vikings at 2600. Now, here comes a question you may ask, Jared, you said you didn't you didn't you well you didn't mention Saquon Barkley in your favorite running backs this week. Well, how I usually fill out my lineup is I go through and look for the biggest value plays possible. Um, You go for the biggest value play possible. So when I went through my lineup and I put everyone that I found of value in there, and I put the big guys that I wanted to start, like Antonio Brown, I couldn't quite make Todd Gurley fit. And that's okay. Todd Gurley is $9,200 this week. I expect James Conner to perform like a number one, so I'm not that worried about it. What I came down to was the amount of money I had left equaled what Saquon Barkley is at $7,300. I think Saquon Barkley is a good enough play to consider there, and he's definitely going to be better than someone I normally would have picked, like Chris Thompson at $5,900. I I expect Barkley to outperform Chris Thompson, even if Chris Thompson is a better value at $5,900. I think Saquon Barkley will still end up with more points. There's a hurricane going on outside, guys. I'm sorry about the ambulances, and the police, but we're almost done here. That is my uh, reasoning for going with Barkley this week. Finally, the last thing we go through is the Big Five. I told you I went 4-1 and last week, feeling very, very good about it, uh, except for I've already lost one this week. So here they are. It's Baltimore plus 1 at Cincy. Yeah, uh, that did not work out. Indianapolis plus 6 at Washington. Carolina Panthers plus 6 at Atlanta, Philadelphia Eagles minus 3.5 at Tampa Bay, and the Chargers minus 7 at Buffalo. Going with all road teams this week, baby. Let's do it. That's all I got. Um, So, Hurricane's supposed to apparently hit me in the next 24 hours. Probably won't be a hurricane by the time it gets here, but, um, you know, this will be one of my final episodes, maybe. I don't know. But we'll, we'll, we'll get through it together. Uh, we'll, if I show up on Monday, I show up on Monday. That's just how it's going to be. Anyway, I want to thank our show sponsor, Thrive Fantasy. I want to thank my co-host, TJ Guthrie, for producing this show. And we will see you next week. Let's look out for these big players. Let's win some big money, baby. All right. Peace out, guys. Thank you for listening to The Extra Point. Follow us on Twitter at underscore The Extra Point.